coming to you live from the basement of an abandoned house in the middle of a field. It's the Derek Izzy Show. Welcome to the Derek Izzy Show. I am the aforementioned host, Mr. Izzy, and boy, do we have a show for you today. Today is the 1st of February, 2016. Today's show is brought to you by Uber. If you're not familiar with Uber, Uber is a taxi service that you can download to your mobile device. You can search to find the drivers that are nearby. It will tell you how long it takes for that driver to get to you. That driver will pick you up, take you where you need to go, and it's all automated. You don't have to do any cash transactions with the driver. Don't have to give him your credit card. It's all done through the app. But if you use the discount code 5LX9E, you will get your first ride for free up to $20. And if you want to become an Uber driver, Uber drivers generally get 80% of the fares that they collect during their routes. And if you'd like to earn some extra money on a weekend or in your spare time, driving your own car around, picking people up, taking them where they need to go, sign up for Uber. Use that discount code 5LX9E and you will get a bonus too. That lets Uber know that you heard about it on the Derek Izzy Show. If you sign up as a driver and complete 20 rides in your first month, you will get a $150 bonus using that discount code 5LX9E. Once again, that's Uber. U-B-E-R, and the discount code is 5LX9E. Moses, I understand that you used Uber recently. Why don't you give me a little summary of what your Uber experience was like? Yeah, I was in Minneapolis, and I used Uber to get me from a hotel to this restaurant that I wanted to visit. And the ride was cheap. It was a maybe a 10-mile ride or something. I, I, I don't remember, but the, the ride only cost me like 15 bucks, and I got to the restaurant, got to eat my meal, and then I pulled up Uber in my phone again. There was a driver who was five minutes away. They came and got me and took me back to the hotel. So I I had a good experience. Uh, One of the things I liked about it was the driver was kind of close to my age. So, you know, we talked about, we talked about some issues and who's running for president. You talked about who's running for president. Well, uh, how did that discussion go? Well, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I'm kind of liking Donald Trump, but, you know, back in my day, we didn't have all these people running for president. I mean, you pretty much knew who you wanted to vote for, and there were good people, but I, I don't know how things are today. He, he kind of liked, he liked Donald Trump, too, but... I I don't know. 
Well, Moses, thanks for your wonderful input. You always add good value to the show. And now, on to the topic of today's podcast. On today's show, we will discuss a little bit of a recap on previous shows like we do every year. Give you an update on which shows were the most listened to. Because today's show is actually kind of short. Today's show is about an invention that was very, very popular in the United States, in the clothing market, and in some other industries. But you probably don't know where this invention came from. Back in 1941, a Swiss engineer was walking his dog through the forest. Coming out of the woods, he found that his trousers and even the dog's fur were covered with burrs. I don't know if you've experienced this. I know I have. Those burrs are really, really annoying. They don't hurt or anything, but they stick to you, and you have to physically pull them off. You can't just brush them off because they they stick very well. The reason why they stick is because of the burdock plant. What our Swiss engineer found was that this burdock plant had these burrs on it, and they were very similar to, at the time, what they called a hook-and-loop fastener. Our Swiss engineer took these burrs, put them under a microscope, and he discovered that they had these very tiny hooks which allowed the seeds to catch on to things like fabrics and dog fur. Now, hook and loop fasteners have been common for a long, long time, but up until he made this discovery, no one had ever actually used them on such a small scale before. So our Swiss engineer decided to try and replicate this using more modern technology. While our Swiss engineer thought his idea was brilliant at the time, the rest of the world would not agree. Originally, people refused to take his idea seriously. He took his plan to a weaving company, one of the biggest weaving companies at the time, and his idea failed. He tested it on several different types of fabrics, and he got different responses. One of the responses that he was trying to get was longevity from the fabric. If you, if you have two different types of fabric and they're clinging together, that's good. That's goal number one. But then the next goal is when you separate them, how do you get them back together so that they still maintain a strong seal? He tried heat treatments using different types of materials. He even tried changing those materials in different ways. His experimental process took about eight years till he found a good combination that worked. Even after he found a combination that worked, it was more time before his idea could be patented. He submitted his idea for patent in 1951. Finally, in 1955, the patent was finally granted. Subsequently, over the next few years, he got patents in several other countries. The United States, Canada, Italy, the Netherlands. But he still ran into the issue where the high-end clothing designers just were not interested in his product. And then our engineer received notice from an unlikely industry. NASA was interested in his invention. Astronauts didn't want to fiddle with zippers and laces while trying to get in and out of their spacesuits, and they needed a way to keep their personal items from floating away at zero gravity. This is where his idea took off. NASA's adaptation of our Swiss engineer's idea helped astronauts maneuver in and out of bulky spacesuits and keep their belongings together at zero gravity. It was a brilliant invention, and it took off around the world. As it grew in popularity, it began to be used for shoes, for wristwatches. His product was being mass-produced 
in factories in Taiwan and Korea. Unfortunately, his patent expired in 1978. What is this invention that took NASA by storm and then the rest of the world as it was adapted to shoes and watch bands? None other than something known as Velcro, the zipperless zipper. Velcro is actually a combination of two French words, velour and crochet, meaning velvet hook. This invention of Velcro was created by the Swiss engineer Georges de Mastral. While Velcro was his claim to fame, he also received a patent for a toy plane that he designed when he was 12 years old. He also invented an asparagus peeler. In addition to those, he also designed a device which measures the humidity in the air. So he lived an interesting life, married three times. He died in February of 1990. He was inducted to the Inventors Hall of Fame in 1999 for his invention of Velcro. Most common use of Velcro today would be found in sneakers. Many brands have incorporated a Velcro strap design or even Velcro going across the tops of the sneakers instead of laces. Some high-end designers even use them, Dolce and Gabbana. They made a $395 pair of luxury high tops back in 2010 that were used by at least one player in the NBA. The Nike Air Max Speed Turf model, used by NFL players and NBA players, Velcro straps on top. So you can see this invention, now over 50 years old, still being used as leading shoe technology today. I want to thank everyone for listening. As you know, we've been podcasting for just over two years now, and I'd like to give you a little update. We are always looking for new sponsors. Uh, if you're going to buy yourself a pair of Velcro basketball shoes, then you want to visit this sponsor, and that's DraftKings. When you sign up for DraftKings, you can play fantasy sports, fantasy football, Fantasy basketball, fantasy mixed martial arts, fantasy hockey, it's all there. Sign up using discount code Derek, D-E-R-E-K. If you open an account using discount code Derek, you will get your first $3 contest for free, and you will get matching funds on your initial deposit up to $600. I play DraftKings all the time, usually mixed martial arts and NFL. I'll also go head-to-head against the listeners, but now that it's college basketball season, I'm playing college basketball on DraftKings. In our two-year review, I'm proud to say the top five most downloaded episodes of all time. Still in first place, the very first show we've ever done. A New Kind of Family, by far the most popular show of all time. Second most popular, The Airline Rant, back in April of 2014. In the third slot, A Singer Suicide, released back in August of 2014. In fourth place, last year's first episode, Bloodbath. And in fifth place, from May of 2014, A Civil President. The top three releases of 2015, of course, we have Bloodbath in in first place. Second place was Mining Massacre. And third place was A Tie. Murder of Youth and Gary Greenriver tied for third place. A little bit of trivia... We do keep track of downloads and what topics get downloaded the most, and I try and gear the shows towards the topics that get downloaded most, but sometimes I can't always do that. But as an odd piece of trivia, 
the single day with the most downloads in show history was April 9th, 2015. I have no idea why or what was going on that day, but occasionally we get spikes of downloads. It's happened a dozen times throughout the last two years. But that was the biggest spike we've ever gotten, October 9th of 2015. So I want to thank everyone who listened on that day, as well as any of the other days. We're always looking for listener input. You can shoot me an email. My email address is Derek at DerekIzzy.com. Shoot me an email, suggest your show ideas, and visit our sponsors. It's because of these sponsors that the show keeps going, and we keep bringing you new content every month. This has been The Derek Izzy Show. Good day.